Hey friends, this is Hannah Wedger, an agriculture teacher in St. Paul, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes. And I'm here to talk all things agriculture education related, curriculum, classroom management, FFA, career development events, SAEs, and whatever else you wanna hear about. It's basically me sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with all of you. So let's dig in. Hey friends, coming at you live from the minivan. I wanted to chat with you guys today about getting into other teachers' classrooms and observing them and what I have experienced the past couple of days. Uh, But before I do that, I do want to ask a couple of things um, from you guys or of you guys. I am know that when people rate my podcast and when they write a review, it helps it become more visible. So that if someone searches up egg with Miss Wedger, they're able to find it a lot quicker and easier um, the more ratings I have. So if you could do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast if you don't already, And then go ahead and just rate it and let me know how I'm doing. Give me some written feedback. Like, what do you think? Do you um, appreciate what you are hearing? Um, The review portion is really helpful for me, but I think it's really helpful for other people as well. Um, So I just heard from another teacher today. um, And I am forgetting her. I know her Instagram handle has ravioli in it. Um, but I do not remember her first name, so I'm very sorry. However, she had mentioned that she really enjoys listening to my podcast, um, enjoys the feedback that she gets, um, and just like the inspiration that she, um, gets coming up with new projects and stuff just from listening to the podcast. So that is like my whole goal about doing this podcast is just to help other people, um, to help other teachers and maybe it's not teachers. I don't know who's listening, but whoever it is, I just want to make life easier for them because I appreciate when my life is made easier by other teachers and other people that I, um, have been listening to or see on Instagram or whatever it might be. So thank you to those of you that have left a review that have rated it. Um, but if you could continue to do that, review and rate, I would really, really, really appreciate it. Okay, that is my spiel. I am done. Let's talk about getting into other teachers' classrooms. So I, through our district, we, um, now that I'm tenured, (laughs) I was not tenured for six years because I left my first school after the third year, so I did not get tenure there. And then at my new school, I was, um, a probationary teacher for three years as well. So this is the first, no, this is the second year that I have not had three um, observations by my admin in one in one year. So what we do is we, on years that you do not have um, your admin come in and do their official observation, we do peer collaboration. So you get to pair up with another teacher of your choosing um, in the school. And essentially there's kind of a, like a sheet that you go through where you ask, um, or prompts that you go through that kind of ask you like, what do you want the other teacher to look for when they're in your classroom? Is there something that you're specifically working on? 
um, what kind of feedback do you, like, how do you want it written out? Um, do you want them to collect any, like, specific data? So all of that good stuff. And I just like getting into other teachers' classrooms because I think it's interesting to see, like, the classroom management aspect of it. Um, I'm always interested in how teachers are making connections with students um, and how they like discipline and just have control of their classroom. I find that super interesting. Uh, however, it's also like so enlightening to see what, like how teachers are teaching in their classroom. So I observed the um, physics, one of the physics teachers at our school, uh, I also did just like an informal pop in. I want to see what you're doing. You talked about it at lunch and it was super cool <laughs> um, observation for one of our math teachers. So she was talking about having students create essentially like a, I'm not a math teacher and she made it sound way cooler than I did, but they were using these different formulas and they had to kind of come up with a story to like measure something. Ah, that's not right. It was calculus. So it was way far over my head. But um, one group had a, it was like a video that they had created to tell this story um, of this guy, one of the kids, he was like, going to go to Panera or um, Taco Bell. And he went on a boat and ran someone over. So then he decided to go to Taco Bell instead of Panera and whatever else. So they were plotting all these points on this map. And then they were trying to figure out like the distance that he had went and if he could get back to his house to outrun the cops or something like that. But just the like, so one of the cool things that I noticed about this is that she had them present in a way like they could not do Google Slides. So they had to choose to present their problem in using other means. And so this group did a video. They had like some short little TikToks in there, which were really cool. Uh, another group used like, I think it was called eMaze to show their problem and the different formulas that they used. So that was really, really cool. Just like the storytelling and like the presenting of the information to everyone. The other cool part is that she put, uh, she gave students a lot of voice and choice in their learning. And she put the responsibility on them to create homework problems that the students were then going, like their peers were going to have to solve based on the story and the information that they provided. So that part like blew my mind because I was like, this is like very high level teaching. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We are supposed to be giving the students voice and choice. We're supposed to be like giving them the reins and having them guide and steer the classroom and, and guide the learning um, to be geared towards each and every one of them. So I was only in her room for maybe 10 minutes, but my mind was blown. I just thought it was so cool and was like, have been thinking since then, how do I get like, how do I make this work for my class? How do I, how do I figure this out? So then back to the physics teacher, <laughs> I got to go into his class and he was looking for some specific feedback, but 
in general, I was just kind of like interested in observing the class um, as a whole. He had accelerated students. And so I always think it's interesting to see how different groups of students behave as well. Uh, And he was doing notes in the classroom and doing notes on energy. And the thing that I thought was just so great about his um, his presence was that he was like incredibly engaging. And the reason I think he was so engaging is again, it was bringing in that student voice. So he was like, I want you to talk about a time when you like you or your friend or someone, you know, got hurt. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. Why are they talking about that? But then they were talking about like, why, you know, what's behind, why did it hurt? You know, like, why did it cause you pain? And so then they got into the transfer of energy and all this really, really interesting stuff, but it gave students that visual to go along with the notes. Like it gave them that personal connection to be able to remember the content. The other thing that I did think he did a fabulous job of was the um, different props and different like visual examples he gave. And it may be because I enjoy it. Like I feel like I'm a visual learner. So he provided all of these different visuals of the different types of energy that are present and how they happen. He had kids like trying things out as he was doing notes. Um, He like really incorporated students into his demonstrations uh, and just did a really, really fabulous job. So we were chatting a little bit more and this is the cool part about doing peer collaboration, peer observations is like the chatting back and forth afterwards, like the, the collaboration of it, you know, saying, I, you know, I know that I feel like I need more. I got student feedback that I need to do more of my notes, but I'm just not quite sure what to do. So then it was like, well, what if you did this? What if you did that? I think maybe if you like stopped and had them talk about this or you stopped and had them each come up with one question that they could ask or what, have you tried this? That talking back and forth, I think, is so important, too, because it's going to be, like, a really, really lonely job and probably end up being a job that you resent if you don't have that support around you to help you, like, come up with new creative ideas. I had um, a friend at lunch today, a coworker at lunch, come in and say, like, okay, you guys, I need help. We are stuck in this class. No one's engaged. What can we do? And then it was like led into 10 minutes about just talking about what can you do to get kids engaged? What might help? Have you tried this? I, you know, I tried this in my class and I I think it works well. I haven't tried this. I'm scared to try it, but it would be kind of something like it's a really big step. It might work. You know, it's a really big change. It might be something that's impactful. So peer collaboration, geez, can just be so, so, so helpful uh, in really improving your, your methods in the classroom. And I think that it's something that you want to kind of think about and be purposeful about as well in either going in when you know teachers are doing something that you're interested or want to learn more about. If students are talking about it and students are interested in it, 
going in and seeing why are these students interested about it? What is the teacher doing? What is the, what are the kids doing? Um, if there's a teacher that students really like, going in and just observing them, that might be a personality thing. Maybe it's a content thing, but looking at different things like that in the classroom. Or maybe it's just a teacher that students are kind of, you know, maybe it's kind of, you don't hear any good, but you don't hear any bad, but you know, maybe they teach similar content or content that maybe you could like collaborate with. It might, it might lend to, um, to good observation time. So my challenge to you guys is to take I mean, 10, 15 minutes, ask someone if you can come in their classroom. And I think it's just a simple conversation of, you know, I know the kids really like you. I just want to see what you do. Is there a good day that I can come in during whatever your open or prep period is? And I always feel like, gosh, I don't want to give up my prep period or whatever else. But if I am bettering myself for 10 minutes, for 15 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it might be, is it worth it? Probably, right? So that is my challenge to you. Get into someone else's classroom. I think as agriculture teachers as well, it's really easy for us oftentimes to just kind of get on our own little island and do our own little thing. But I also think it's really important to show up and improve make connections with other teachers. And the other thing that's really cool is students see you in that classroom. Students see you taking notes. Students see you nodding your head along with them. And I think that is an important part as well to for students to see that collaboration and community between teachers and to know that, okay, yeah, they're talking. And, you know, they collaborate. They know one another. They know what the, you know, what my struggles are. They might, I don't know, they might hear you over there. They might overhear you talking about how to improve in your classroom. They might overhear you talking about the things that you want to try. And I think that's so good to model for our students. Like that continuous improvement piece, I think is just really, really important. And the reflection piece, like, I know I'm not the best teacher I could be. How do I do better? So that is my spiel for today. I hope it helps you guys think about how you can better yourself in 10, 15 minutes, how you can um, collaborate with other teachers, how you can just in general be more engaged in your school community and with your colleagues. So I hope you have a great, great rest of your day, rest of your night, rest of your morning, whatever it might be. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye, everybody. You just finished listening to Ag with Miss Wedger, where I'm sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with each of you. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a little bit more about our topic for today. Visit my Instagram at Mrs. Wedger to follow along on my daily journey as an agriculture teacher, a wife, and a mama at two. If you have any questions or ideas on topics you want me to dig in and cover, or if you, yeah, you 
want to be a guest, you can send me an email at eggwithmisswedger at gmail.com. I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye, everybody.